Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to this week's episode of Zach on Film. Welcome to 2016. We're going to start it off with some very (laughs) upsetting news. Horrible, sad news. Okay. Steven has to vent a little bit about his horrible uh, trip to a theater. Listen, I think that the movie going experience is something that everyone should appreciate. There are some Mm. fantastic things about seeing film, film in a communal experience and in sharing that story with everyone and sharing in that moment together, which is why over this uh, 2015, we were talking about this horrible experience that we had in our crappy theater. Now the crappy theater here in Hayes was built, I don't know, 1976 or something Mm -hmm. like that. It was a duplex. You had two screens and I remember seeing great movies there. I mean, these were big auditoriums, like four or 500 people uh, that were in the, uh, in the main theater. And over the years, um, from the time that I left college to the time that I came back to the area, that place turned into an eight plex. Right. So you have some very small rooms that I think what's the smallest holds like mm, 75, 100 people. That, yeah. Very small screen and it's very uncomfortable. And of course, audiences have changed over the years to where, you know, um, people are talking and chewing on their food and answering their cell phone yes. and all those kinds of things that really detract from this thing that we're supposed to be having in a communal experience. Right. On the flip side... There have also been this, this, um, and I think it's, it's because of home media and mobile devices and all these things. Theaters are starting to go to extremes of let's put in reclining, comfortable chairs. Let's mm-hmm. put in wider chairs. Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, sell beer at the movie theater. Let's, you know, let's, uh, bring food right to your, right. to your thing. And all these things that make the movie going experience, I think also a little wonderful. Mm-hmm. The problem is we've moved away from film right. and that film experience. We're now 90, I think it's 99% or 98% of all theaters in the United States show films digitally. Right. I don't have a problem with that. For the most part, most films today are shot digitally mm-hmm. and projected digitally. And so you're not seeing any degradation and you're seeing the movie, you know, as it was shot. There's something about film though. Mm-hmm. So Quentin Tarantino made a point, and I, I'm hoping that you see this movie really soon. Zach, oh, I'm Cause the story it. is really good, but Quentin Tarantino said, you know what? I want to tell a Western and I want to tell it in the way that Sergio Leone would have told the good, the bad, and the other. Sure, ugly. absolutely. I want to tell a movie that's shot in 70 millimeter. 70 millimeter hasn't been been uh, shot for theatrical release in 70 years. You see IMAX mm-hmm. being shot in that large format. Absolutely. But yep. Panavision 65 or Panavision, sorry, Panavision 70 mm-hmm. hasn't been done in a long time. And so when he went to do Hateful Eight, he purposefully said, I'm going to shoot this in 70 millimeter. They found this fantastic lens 
that had been used to shoot Ben-Hur. It's a great story. And had been lost. You can read this. I think it was Hollywood Reporter or Variety or something like that. But the lens had been essentially lost on a shelf until the director of photography for Hateful Eight was wandering around the Panavision facility. And he stumbled upon it and found out this is the lens they used to shoot Ben-Hur. And imagine what we can use this lens for. Mm -hmm. And so they're building up all this hype about the story and these characters and all these wonderful people that you have in the Hateful Eight, actors and, and Western and all this stuff and the technology behind it. And then Quentin Tarantino says, you must, I want you to experience the way that audiences would have watched films 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. So I want to, I want to watch, I want to project this in 70 millimeter. And he had a few theaters that he had outfitted with projectors so that they could sure. show it there. Sure. He has a couple of theaters of his own. But you know, 70 millimeter, you're probably talking about East coast, West coast, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Until he came up and said, I'm going to bring back the road show. Now the road show back in the day was a big deal. Absolutely. It is where the film would travel around. It would be a big gala event. They had programs. In fact, I've got a program for you, Zach, mm-hmm. uh, that goes through everything. They had, you know, this would have like Mad, Mad, Mad World is another one that we watched yeah. on Zach on film, Ben Hur. Um, but, you know, there would be a um, um, music that plays at the beginning to kind of get you comfortable in your seat, kind of like Mad, Mad World. Mm-hmm. And then because this movie is so long, there's an intermission. And during the intermission, you play some intermission music which would be a big part of everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. And you got the program, you got to see this movie, and you got to see it projected the way that the director intended. And to me, that's something that's really important. If the director mm-hmm. wants you to see this this way, my gosh, I think I want to see this movie this way. Mm-hmm. When he announced the roadshow and said that it would be traveling all over beginning Christmas Day, I was like, well, let me go online and see where the closest place is. There were two theaters in Kansas City doing it yep. on Christmas Day. Guess what? I happen to be in the Kansas City area on Christmas Day because we we're going to go visit my parents. My, my brother-in-law and sister were coming down on the Saturday. And I thought, okay, wife, let me just pitch this out to you. Okay. <laughs> this is something that I would really like to do. But if you don't want to do it, that's fine. Mm-hmm. How about we go on the 25th. We'll drop the kids off at my parents. We'll spend a few hours with them. Then you and I can go get a hotel room and we can go to Kansas City and we can see this movie, Hateful Eight. And I talked to her about the roadshow and the, and the film experience and all this stuff and mm-hmm. excited about it, right? Woo. And she's like, okay. Nice. And I'm like, whoa, this is cool. <laughs> so we did that. We booked, a, we booked a, if you've never stayed at the Marriott uh, down by the river oh, yeah. at, in Lawrence, mm. fantastic rooms. I mean, this used to be a strip mall that they converted into a um, into hotel. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Really cheap, too. So if nice. you get a chance, go stay there. Right outside our window, Bald Eagle, resting by the river. Got some pictures, pictures of that. That was really wonderful. Um, we drove up to the AMC 20 over in, I think it's, um, right across from the Sprint Center. So is that in Lenexa, uh, uh, Overland yeah. Park, Olathe, yeah. somewhere around that area. And we've been to the AMC 20 before. It's a big theater. It's really been changed. And, uh, they put in the new seating and all that stuff. Right. And I'm super excited. I mean, I even, because we didn't do a finally Friday on Christmas day, I got on Periscope. I was like, Hey, here's a really short, you know, finally <laughs> Friday for everybody. And I'm excited about seeing this movie. We're going to see it. And we're here an hour early. Nice. Because I'm so excited about being here. My wife's just rolling her eyes, right? Of course. So we go in and there's concession stand has been changed completely. We get our stuff. There's a line to go in. This is one of those movie theaters where fortunately I didn't have to worry about a line going in because it's reserved seating. I got one of the final two seats. I drove four and a half hours to Kansas City. Mm -hmm. I had to pay for gas. I had to pay for uh, road stop taquitos so that my (laughs) kids could have something for breakfast on Christmas Day. I love my parents, but I had to spend two days with my parents. Sure. Right? Yeah. We paid for a hotel room. Yeah. 
You're invested. We paid for additional tickets to see this in 70 millimeter, right? Mm-hmm. This is a big outlaying, an outpouring of expense. Oh, yeah. To go see this movie the way Quentin Tarantino saw it. It's like seven o'clock rolls around. I'm like, what the F is going on? Are they just waiting for more people to get in here? Because some people were like showing up right at like five seconds before the movie should have started. I'm like, well, it's reserved seating. So who cares? Yeah. No trailers before the movie starts. I'm like, oh, this is cool. But it goes right into the start of the movie. And I was like, this is odd. Yeah. There should be. There should be some music playing against here. Maybe, I, I don't know, maybe maybe I maybe you didn't get that part. Maybe, yeah, maybe I did. Yeah. I, maybe I missed it. Yeah. And then the opening shot comes out, a beautiful wide shot of this cross. It's snowy and there's this stagecoach way off in the distance coming mm-hmm. closer and closer and closer as this music is playing. And it's by um, the, the in, what's his name, and Nico, um, whatever, Montaigne, whatever his name yeah. is, who did the music for um, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly okay. playing it. I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. But then I'm like, my first thought is, as soon as that picture came up and I saw everything, I was like, okay, where's the music? Second thought was, I've seen a better image in 70 millimeter before. Because mm. I'm expecting this to be at least as clean. I've seen 65 millimeter prints. I saw it was at Hamlet, I think, uh, in Atlanta in 65. And so I knew what that was going to look like. Mm. And so a couple shots later, you know, you're starting to get introduced to the characters and I'm getting into it. I'm like, maybe this is the road show and maybe this is because it's a theater and it's not a big theater in sure. New York, Los Angeles, the projectionist is probably just a kid. And yeah. so there's some things that I'm seeing in this that don't look that great. And I start looking for the grain. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I don't see the film grain. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because 70 millimeter, it's so tight. And maybe because all these opening scenes at the beginning just have all this blowing snow. I'm like, maybe the snow's distracting me. I'm still hyped on this. And yeah. then so I start getting engrossed in the story. And there are some times where I'm like, you know, there's some good latitude in this, but I... Th- I really think that the projectionist doesn't know what the hell he's doing uh-huh. because it, this picture should look better than it does because I know what film looks like. And sure. I know, and there's the nice part about this movie is you, because the, because there's such depth in this shot. I mean, there's a shot where they're, they're putting away the horses out in the barn mm-hmm. and they're pulling back and you realize, Oh, I'm coming through the window oh. and I still see those guys in the background. And here's Michael Madsen in the foreground and I can see that all in a single shot, right? Mm-hmm. So there's important things going on in the background that help tell this story. And because there's such a wide view, there's so much going on that the actors are really having to, you know, if they're not on one side of the room, they're lucky because everybody who is on that side of the room yeah. has to be in the shot. Right. And they have to be doing something. Right. So I got caught up in the story and, I was, and it's like, okay, you in uh, chapter, I think it's chapter three, chapter four. And it's like intermission time. I'm like, okay, here comes the music. Screen goes to black and it just says intermission. I'm like, where the F is the music at? Yeah. I, I, is Does the roadshow experience not include the music? Is that, I mean, we're still seeing it in 70 millimeter. And I'm sitting there and then a guy stands up from the audience. He came back from his break. Intermission is there so you can go to the bathroom. Sure. And he's like, hey, just so you know, we've been watching a digital projection this entire time. Oh. And I couldn't hear exactly what he was saying about... They couldn't get some, I don't know if it was, they couldn't get something to work or something wasn't happening, but we've been watching digital the entire time. And so the whole second act of the movie, I was freaking pissed. Yeah. Because yeah. I've had this huge outlay of cash yeah. to come experience this thing that I could have seen at home. Yeah, we could have watched it digitally here. I could have watched it digitally here. And so I'm pissed now, granted, I'm in a comfortable seat, it's sure, a giant, sure, huge sure. screen, um, you know, I got a great view, but this is not the movie that I wanted, no, wanted to see. No, that's not what you signed up to see. 
And I'm thinking to myself, why? number one, why were we not told before the movie began? Yeah. Why did the management not come into AMC and say, ladies and gentlemen, we're sorry. There's a problem with the projector, but we will present you the movie. If you would like to sit and watch the movie in this showing, you're more than welcome to. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if you would like to get a refund now, you can do so before the movie begins. Sure. That would have been the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. AMC theaters would have been the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. But instead, they lied to us. Upon exiting the theater at the end of the movie, I'm, I'm yeah. riled up. I'm thinking, how am I going to tweet this out in 140 characters? I'm <laughs> so pissed. I'm, I'm pretty sure Quentin Tarantino does not have a Twitter. No, 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 no. He has a typewriter. People hand but, deliver him tweets. But, well, hopefully he got my 30 of them <laughs> that I sent out. But, oh, AMC is going to get burned on this. So as I'm leaving, I'm guessing it's the theater manager or Lackey's a young kid. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit older than you. But he's, he's like... Handing out these free passes. Sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Here you go. Here you go. Thank you. Come again. Thank you. Come in. And not saying why he's handing these out, mm-hmm. but just giving everybody free passes so that they can come see another movie. Sure. Including this one if they want to. And there's a, and, and, and I stopped and I know there's a lot of people who were backing up behind me. I said, look, man, I drove five hours to get here to watch this movie. This stub does nothing for me. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's not even going to work here at our theater, which has recently become an AMC theater. Yeah. Because we tried to look to see if there was the AMC uh, membership that you can get for here. You can't get it for here. Yet, at least, when my wife looked. So it has no bearing for me. I know that there was someone else in the audience when the one guy stood up and said, hey, we've been watching digital. Yeah. Who stood up and was like, I drove four hours to get here. So I know that there were a lot wow. of people who drove a long distance to come and see this movie mm-hmm. and didn't get a chance to see the movie the way that the director intended it or what we paid for. Sure. I feel like there was a bait and switch going on. Yeah. Now, the problem with trying to get back in to see that movie a second time. Now, the 10 o'clock, I don't know if they were telling the 10 o'clock people that it was going to be digital, uh-huh. but these are reserved seats. The seats were already sold out for a week. So how am I going to go use this free ticket? To go and see this movie in 70 millimeter if you get the projector working. Mm-hmm. If you even had the film to begin with. Mm-hmm. So at that point, AMC Theater 20 in Kansas City ruined and put a, put a nail in the coffin or put the period explanation mark at the end of the sentence of worst theater going experience of 2015, maybe just all time. All time. I mean that's a. Uh, I mean that really. I mean that is a huge. I mean I got a. I got the booklet, but I didn't get to see the movie. Yeah, but you. you the booklet is not in seventy millimeter. It's, it's not nice even though. in digital. It's nice though. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> so that that is the story of how, even though Hateful Eight is a very good movie, mm-hmm. how the the movie going experience was ruined for me mm-hmm. because it was not the theater experience that I expected. Right. I mean, I literally could have gone and seen this in. If it shows here in, in Hayes, yeah, well. it's probably will show in theater eight or no, yeah, not eight, uh, four, four, one of the smaller ones. Yeah. Um, I could have seen it there mm-hmm. and gotten the same experience out of it, but I went for something and didn't get what, right, I, what right. I wanted. I mean, you went not just to see a movie, mm-hmm. you went to have an experience, right? which is not something that necessarily happens as much. In cinema anymore, right? I and mean, and they Star made the Wars point. Maybe just because in the, of the pamphlet, hype, in the pamphlet, as we're waiting outside the theater, as we're getting our concessions, and I'm flipping mm-hmm. through the manual, I'm pointing to my wife excitedly, saying, "Look, they haven't done a road show in 50 years. They haven't shown a, a movie in 70 millimeter in 50 years." John, do you know what this means? Ah, this is like we mm-hmm. can remember this for a long time. This means something, and she's just rolling her eyes, right? 
I didn't get that. I and I, and I I said Christmas ruined. That was one of my tree yeah. tweets. Christmas ruined because of that. It's Christmas Day. I could have been with my family instead yeah. of dropping them off at my parents' house. <laughs> it's with my wife. It's still a fun time. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. But here's the here's the other thing, and maybe and I, maybe I want the listeners to weigh in on this. All right, because maybe I'm getting too wrapped up about this. Maybe it's just like. Lighten up, Francis, right? You know, from uh, uh, Stripes. <laughs> yeah. Lighten up, Francis. It's a movie, right? It's yeah. just a freaking movie. So what? Uh-huh. Well, maybe not so what. No. But unfortunately, I think for many people who were there to watch that movie, it was so what big deal. Yeah. Because as we were walking out the theater, after I made a point to look at the manager and say, little good this does me when I had to drive five hours to get here, the woman behind me was like, why are they giving us these free passes? Mm. And it's like, because we didn't get to see this in 70 millimeter right. projection. We didn't get to see this in film. We got to see mm-hmm. this digitally. And she just like shrugged her shoulders like, so? Yeah. So I think a lot of people maybe went to see it for Samuel L. Jackson or Kurt sure. Russell or Jennifer Jason Lee or any of the other fine actors and actresses who are in this movie mm-hmm. because they're all freaking wonderful. But I really think a lot of people just showed up to the movie because it was Quentin Tarantino right. or Samuel L. Jackson or Kurt Russell or whoever. And they didn't know that this was a roadshow movie and it was a special reason. And there's a reason why you got this magazine and booklet. Mm-hmm. So maybe they didn't care. And no. maybe that why it wasn't yeah. a big deal for AMC to make a big deal about it. Mm-hmm. But I know for at least a dozen people in that theater on Christmas Day evening, it was a big deal for us. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think there is an overreaction in your part at all. If I was one, you have to, you have to realize people listening, if maybe you think we're overreacting to this. Uh, we live in the middle of nowhere. We have one theater option for the better part of the last year. It's been horrible. Right. Um, we don't get special screenings. We don't get independent films. So when we decide to spend the money to go travel to experience uh, a, a, a film that we otherwise wouldn't or in a, in a format we otherwise wouldn't, we <laughs> are investing time, money, energy yeah to go do it and so if it'd be like driving to another town to watch it's the equivalent of driving who the blowfish and there was no blowfish or something stupid yeah it's the equivalent of driving from los angeles to san diego yeah for those of you who are on the west coast or maybe from new york to new jersey and having to deal with that in fact that it's new jersey Mm -hmm. um and having to deal with that to go see something that you're not getting right uh it's the equivalent of well and I say Christmas was ruined, and this is me going back to the little child part of it is, <laughs> I, I didn't get anything for Christmas this year. Right. Uh, the, the gift that my wife wants to get me hasn't arrived. It's still not going to arrive. She was mm. telling me the other day, it may not be here until Father's Day. Whoa. And I'm like, you know what? That's okay. Yeah. No problem. I said, when she told me that, I said, Hateful Eight will be my Christmas present. There Thank you, you for putting up with all of this for me. You're a wonderful wife. I love you. She enjoyed yes. the movie. That's good. Especially with Channing Tatum in it. Good. Um. But then it was like, here's my Christmas gift I'm excited about, like a kid on Christmas morning, literally, to watch this movie. And then it's like, oh, boy, I think in this box is a puppy. And you open it. It's like, oh, there were no air holes in this box. The puppy's dead. (laughs) That's what it felt like. (laughs) No, I mean, I would be equally as upset. Uh, cause you know, when it was announced that they were doing this road show, Oh we yeah, were like, I rubbed we were it like, in your face yeah, too. Yeah, absolutely. You rubbed it in my face. And I was like freaking out trying to figure out how I could pull it off. Cause it's, oh, all, yeah, it's not were, like you were working on it. It was not, it's not like it's going to be in theaters for a month. It's like during not the busiest, this road show. Yeah. Not right. in the road show. Right. It's in during the busiest part of the entire year mm-hmm. in 40 cities. Right. And 
when you live out here, you have to figure out how can I work my way into convincing someone taking mm-hmm. a day off of work mm-hmm. and driving for eight hours total mm-hmm. to go watch one movie. Right. That's granted. It's a three and a half hour movie. Right. Yeah. But you're going to drive eight hours either to Denver or to Kansas City mm-hmm. to watch this. Yeah. So for that to happen would be. It, okay, this is what it's like for sports people. It would be like if I drove to Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. To watch my favorite sports team. Right. And my sports team played, but my favorite player was benched the entire game. Right. Like he was right stupid. there. Something stupid. He not, like, not like an injury. No, 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 no. He's it's just, just he like he forgot his play. jersey. He yeah, forgot he, his jersey. He couldn't play. He had no jersey. Right. You can see him. You're experiencing the game, but it is greatly diminished because your favorite player and uh, reason you love this team uh, is yeah, not playing. There. That's what it's like. Here, here are the tweets. <laughs> December 25th. You can find this uh, major spoilers on Twitter. If you plan to see the Hateful Eight Roadshow at AMC Theaters in Kansas, make sure they're actually running the film and not digital. <laughs> wish I had purchased my Hateful Eight. Uh, wish I hadn't purchased my Hateful Eight Roadshow tickets weeks in advance, only to have AMC Theaters pull a bait and switch. Can you tell I'm a little upset with AMC Theaters and their presentation of the Hateful Eight? <laughs> To be fair, AMC Theater Management did not tell the audience they were running digital before the movie began. Perhaps AMC Theaters missed the part about a five-hour drive, hotel, gas, food, etc. that more than one person spent to see The Hateful Eight. Next time, skip AMC Theaters and wait for the digital re- release and enjoy the movie in the comfort of your own home. Boom, AMC Boom. Theaters. Way to go, AMC Theaters. And I, you know what? I know that the AMC Theater's Twitter account is an active Twitter account because mm-hmm. if you go on there, they're like someone's like asking a question saying, oh, you know, what do I do about this? And I think her name's Amy or something like that responds back and says, hey, get in touch with me and we can we can work this sure, out sure, and all sure. this stuff. Not a single response uh, from AMC at dodging all. It. And the Hateful Eight um, Twitter, I think, is just a ad marketing yeah, thing sure. that really has nothing to do with the movie and certainly not with Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I expected at least a, Hey, we're sorry about this. You know, that's the thing, right? If people would own up to their, to their mistakes and not try to cover it or ignore it, I would probably be a lot less upset Mm -hmm. if they had just come in before the movie and said, Hey, everybody, bad news. You're not going to see this in film Mm -hmm. because of this, because our projector is broken or the film didn't come here or for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. I probably would have been a lot less angry. Sure. Absolutely. But I think when people have a chance to see something in film. This is like one of those rare things, right? Mm-hmm. If you get a chance to see something projected in film today, go to it. Yeah. If you have the choice, it's if you have the choice between seeing it in film or digital, go to the film experience. Mm-hmm. I think it's worth it. I don't know about you. I know. I, I agree. I haven't seen anything in film. Well, I have originally seen it in theaters, but not in, not at a point when I could tell a difference. Yeah, and since that point, the only time I've ever seen anything projected in film was when I was at uh, the Arch in St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. And in their auditorium, they show a documentary of the building of the Arch, and that first shot came on the screen. I go, "Holy crap! Yeah, yeah. this is projected film because yeah. it has a different aesthetic. It's to totally it different aesthetic. It is beautiful." I watched guys break every HIPAA code, even though it wasn't a thing yet, <laughs> by smoking on top of an arch, yeah, hundreds yeah. of feet in the air, and it was in beautiful film, and I yeah. wasn't grossed by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. There's the great AMC theater um, debacle of 2015. I'm so sorry, Stephen. That is just I know, and the thing was, I was rubbing your face in it, rubbing your face in it, and I was like, you know, and I even said in the, one of the tweets that I sent you, I said, Zach, 
I don't know. I think there's something wrong with the projection yeah. here because, uh, you know, there should be. I, and I was like, you really should see this in 70 millimeter for the latitude and all the other stuff. But I'm like, you know, there's something we're off with the projection. And yeah. then, like, that's when Sony stands up and says, you've been watching the digital. I'm like, damn it. Yeah. And it was like, a, I got some tweets before you walked in. You're like, oh, ha, ha, ha. I'm going to go watch the hateful age. And <laughs> that's I'm like, what I get for. That's <laughs> what I get for being mean. Right. Yeah. And then you like you're text, you're tweeting me at me like, oh, it's intermission. I'm like, oh, it's so cool. And you're like. Just found out we've been watching digital the whole time. Uh, let's see. Really good. I'm, this is the tweet that I sent to Zach at 8.48 p.m. So this is right at intermission time. Really good. I'm not sure this is the best projection as I've seen cleaner, <laughs> but the depth and latitude on the lens uh, and stock is great. Yeah. And then a few minutes <laughs> later at 8.50. Disregard that. We've been told the movie is digital because the because the 70 millimeter projector broke. Uh, but, you know, we watched crap. Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah. Even in digital. That was a really clean, crisp image. Mm-hmm. It's not what this was in digital. Really? So, yeah. So, so I knew from the opening shot, I was like, Something's, something is wrong mm-hmm. about this. So, Ugh. Disappointing. Oh, well. Hopefully. Well, the good thing is the roadshow's over by now, I'm guessing, because yeah. the show because it opens nationwide uh, this week, I believe, or yeah, it did open this wide this week. Yeah. Uh, so do go see it. It's a, it's definitely a Quentin Tarantino movie, and I, and I have a lot more things to say about the movie itself. Yeah. But I wanted to talk about the worst movie theater going experience I've ever had. That's really rough. Yeah. You just imagine if they've only would have shown half the screen. If it was at our theater, they would have all been cut off. And I'm not even sure. We, I'm not even sure if it's shown here, they'd be able to fit it all on the screen. Ugh. Because it's super wide. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, that's an it of a very disappointing episode of Zach on <laughs> No, it's film. not a disappointing it's a, episode. It's, it's a, a disappointing <laughs> episode, Steve, and I wanted to hear you gush about film, and I just got anger. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to write uh, Stephen uh, about his sad, sad time, you can hit him up on Twitter, at Major Spoilers, and console him through this this hard, <laughs> it's hardship. I'm still angry uh, and bitter two weeks it, after. It'd make him very happy if you go to Majorspoilers.com and read all the articles, though. Or even use that Amazon.com link right there on the homepage to do all of your Quentin Tarantino Blu-ray uh, oh, shopping. Yeah. Yep. Uh, get the rest of them. Uh, it won't look good as film, but it's the best you're going to get. Uh, it's not going to cost you any extra. that's what you deserve. <laughs> it's not going to cost you any extra when you buy those movies, but a little bit will come back to major spoilers to help keep this ship afloat. Uh, so that's it for this very special episode of Zach on a Film. We'll be back next week with more movie talk. Oscar predictions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This podcast is copyright 2016 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.